you have a you have a whole thing sequence? What do you mean sequence? Do we have a theme song? Yeah. It's the same one as the one for um Randomizer. Hi, welcome back to another episode of Randomly Influenced. I'm Evan. Hey, and I'm Ryan. And we're back for another episode of The Tribe Has Spoken, a Survivor podcast. This was episode three, entitled Winners at War. What was your... What? Was that the name of the episode? Was that the name of the whole series? I say winners. That was the name of the... (laughs) This episode was called Out for Blood. Oh. Um... What did you think of this episode? I thought it was a great episode. I think it was the best so far. Yes, definitely. There's was... some high-level um, play. There's some um, badass moves. Some good moves, some mistakes being made, um, people being panic, panicking. and Yeah, right, so all the way around, it had a little bit of everything. So right off the bat, Adam's talking about how Rob likes to be in control. And I think that's completely true. Like, if you think back to Redemption Island, he completely ran his season. He was the leader of his tribe. You know, he... Everything he did was in complete control of his tribe. I think I've talked about it before in the first episode. Um, But everyone idolized him. Everyone looked up to him. No one vote. I don't think he got one vote from his alliance. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that's not that big of a deal, but, like, no one even considered really blindsiding him. Just insane. Yeah. Ricky. No, he's like a firefighter. He just he sees a little fire smoldering, yeah. and he puts it out. He just he sees someone that comes after him. He's coming after him. It's the same way Sandra plays. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's similar to that mentality. Yeah, he like, addresses it right away. Yeah. And uh, so we're now we're, we're seeing um, Adam, right? Uh-huh. Adam and Denise. Denise talking, and... They're talking about um, making a strong move and breaking up is, the power. Is this it? Is it right now? The power trio of uh, poverty, Ethan, and Rob, right? Mm-hmm. But is yeah. that, are they talking, like, doesn't Rob go up to them later in the episode, isn't it, towards the end, after the challenge? Yes, but they're, but but they're planning Denise on it right and, now. Yeah, yeah, Denise and Adam are, are I, uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, are planning right now, talking about it. Talking about the idea of trying to get rid of poverty. Poverty and breaking them up, because they're really strong, they're playing well, they're adapting. Um, even though they're in the older group, they mm-hmm. know how to play. Okay, so um, one thing I don't understand is <clears throat> the idol, the rules of the idol. Can you explain that to me? Yeah. How so, it has now have, it's now full-fledged idol. So basically, when they find the idol. What? When they find the idol, right. before the end of the day, they have to give half to someone else, which means it only has the idol only has power when both halves are together. Yeah. But the reason the reason that they're doing this is so that it forces the person who found an idol to create a friendship or connection with someone else in the game. Yes. And then if they choose right, then that person either take it and keep it and not give it back they can hold on to it's theirs they can do whatever they want but if they but like adam we see yeah adam 
he gave it back to Denise, which means it has full power again. But half, when it's split up in half, it doesn't have any power unless right. they're together. So, unless they're together, unless they play it together at the no. same time. No, unless both halves are together, it doesn't have. If they both have a half, they have to play it together. Right. But if they, but one person can hold it after that day. Uh, I, I didn't remember seeing that. Seeing that explained, yeah. but all right. And then Ben's talking about how he and Rob are kind of battling for the alpha male. Yeah. And here, right now, we're so our whole plan for this, for our podcast, is to kind of rewatch the episode, but also to fast forward through certain parts. So it might be hard to keep track, but we'll just try our best to let you know where we are in the episode. Right here, um, Adam is telling Ethan that he's his plan is to get rid of poverty. That his the next person he wants gone is poverty, which he explains later on as like why he does this and why he tells Rob. Mm-hmm. But also, it's not the best move. No, because Ethan opinion. immediately leaves and says, "Why would you?" Yeah, and Rob, Rob says, says my, ex- "My number one. Why would you tell me this?" Rob says the exact same thing later yeah. on. Uh, so when we get to that part, I'm going to add in what Rob said, or I'll just do it right now. This is what Rob... Well, so so Ethan leaves this conversation with Adam and he immediately goes to Rob, correct? No, so, yeah. Well, Adam's explaining why he does. Why he's doing it right now, but Ethan does go. Because he needs Ethan in his pocket if poverty goes home. He can't alienate, alienate him. This is what Rob says directly after... Adam tells him he's going to poverty. Adam is going to blindside poverty, and I'm supposed to be okay with that. I'm thinking, is this kid crazy? I know he's seen me play on TV. He's seen every episode. He knows everything. I don't play like that. Hey. We're just talking through, like, the Adam versus Denise versus Ben scenario. We know that's fake. Well, I know what's up. So basically, Rob finds out and goes straight to Jeremy and Michelle. Right. We can talk about that later. So here, Sandra's trying trying a new strategy in this game. You know, she's she's not just sitting back and let everyone everyone else do the work. Except she has been in challenges. She's trying to provide a camp and catch fish. She came up with the uh, gill net idea. You learned that from watching Alone. Alone. Fuck on it. AMC? Is that AMC? No. I thought it was ABC. Is that Geo? No, it's like I don't know, but it's a great show anyway. Uh, plug them. And yeah, yeah so she, yeah, she, they're setting, uh, where'd they get the net? The fishing? The they thing? probably found it on the beach. Oh, okay. They probably washed it. Or out. I didn't know, was it wasn't a uh, reward then? I don't think so, no. no. They haven't. I mean, they have a spear, so it could have been there when they got to camp. Oh, they, that is one nasty-looking spider. One Dude. big, yellow, bulbous Oh, That was gross. Um, so you know how Rob, Rob's tribe, um, Sele, have the the game where you, like, put the ring on the hook? Mm-hmm. There was a secret scene this week where Wendell actually made one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because he's a furniture designer. Yeah. So, here, I want to pause it for a sec. I made a note. Um, at around six minutes, when Tyson goes up to Yule and Sophie and explains, um, 
explains he wants to get Santer out. And Yule mentions how he likes to play a rational game, and he wants to play with players who are rational. This is He's really strong at this type of gameplay, mm-hmm. because in his season he was able to use everyone else's like rational behavior to predict their moves and figure out what they were going to do. And that's one of the reasons he won. He was like the puppet master of yeah. that season. You know, mm-hmm. I, re- I think Yule's a really smart strategist and He's definitely very cerebral. Yeah. You know, I was always thinking. Yeah, other than, like, Rob, I think he's one of the better strategists in the game. Yeah. Let's see. And then Tyson is trying to go for Sandra, but then Sandra finds out, which I don't know why you would tell her. Yeah, Tyson ha- ends up having to scramble quite a bit because... Well, well, they don't lose, so... Right. Yeah, they bought, they got a shark the <laughs> so they this is a funny funny moment in the show where they find uh, they've got a um, small shark trapped in the in the net so Tony goes in and grabs it thinks it's dead because it was whatever quite and he's he grabs the tail and he pulls it up out of the water and the thing snaps at him and then he overreacts and run <laughs> runs to the uh, to the sand to the beach but uh, one thing Tyson says. Um, he said, "Well, number one, how to win a shark fight? Get the shark on land or something yeah. like that, to that effect, which was really funny. But uh, but yeah, Tony's pretty pretty funny. He reacts, and I I imagine I would probably react the same way to yeah. a shark trying to bite me. But um, so they end up having a great meal. They cook it up, and they don't they use all their seasoning that they won in the previous challenge. Yeah, yeah. so." Yeah, Tony's been. Oh, been, and then uh, he's like a highlight. Yeah, and he said that there was no way he was gonna like drop it in the water because then it would swim. Away. And then he said, "Um, guys, don't worry, I'll swim to the edge. You don't need to vote me out." Distinction, yeah. So here's Sandra just adopting another role, trying to be more of a provider as opposed to just a strategist. Yeah, and later on in the episode, we see that Natalie finds another advantage on the edge, which is her third. Advantages she's found and successfully sold to another player, which means she now has the most fire tokens in the game. Yeah, she's got three now. She's got three. So she, Jeremy has. She sells one. it to who? She sells it. Sells it's it to Sarah. Sarah that's right. Why she sneaks into the camp. Yeah. But I've noticed no one has turned down the advantage yet. Uh, Sandra still has that idol. Jeremy has the um, safety without power, and now Sandra. Or sorry, Sarah. Yeah, has the steal a vote, right? And she, it was actually pretty, pretty exciting, pretty nerve wracking. Dude, I was scared. She of had to, um, she had to sneak into camp, the other team's camp, at at night, and there was, she knew she had to get to their torches, torches, but she didn't know what she was looking for or where, which torch it was in, and she looked around. And for the, I think the first time she did not find it, right? Yeah, no, and then she, she had to look it. again, and um, she said, "There." Of course, the way they cut it up, it looks like that everyone's kind of stirring in their yeah. sleep and waking, about to waking out or looking around. And uh, but she does a great job. Um, she puts on like, what is it? The uh, bottom of a ashes she puts ashes on her face oh yeah that was that was kind of funny it wasn't sticking to her face so she hurt she had tony helping so she said tony spit in it and get it wet and then 
Yeah, so it, it so, didn't really work at all, yeah. but it was it was pretty fun. So we're on we're on the edge of extinction right now. Um, I think something that would be really fun is like spear fishing. I think it would be super fun to like see the like reefs of Fiji <laughs> and spearfish. So we're on an edge of extinction. They get not female, but I guess essentially is what it is. So. Um, and then it has three kind of bamboo tubes with some kind of puka shells and then an image of a tree, a barren tree with no leaves, kind of with white bark. So they, um, they have seen a couple of them around the island, so they do go up to the area where they find one, and there's the, the box that they've used on a lot of the other um, challenges. challenges with the combination, and then you have to pull out the... Run with the thing. stick or whatever, and so they, the 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 uh, um, clue says that they've been given all the numbers they need, right? Yeah, and Amber originally thinks it's the numbers on the beach because there were like numbers on the crates or whatever. Yeah, numbers painted on the crates by the flag at uh, Edge of Extinction, but um, so she walks off, takes it, tries to figure it out, yeah, doesn't but doesn't it. really. And then, which I don't know why there are numbers on those crates, you know? I mean, they could have had some forethought and just tried to throw people off and maybe and done that. But um, one, so I think the, since they're in Fiji, I feel like this edge of extinction is the same edge of extinction as that season. It looks exactly the same. Yeah. I think it's the same island. Could be. Because I feel like if they're doing Edge again and they knew that, they probably would just save everything for, like, 40 days. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because I, I think it's the same. Yeah. It looks extremely similar. The beach yeah. looks the same. A lot of the islands might look similar, but, yeah, we don't know. We could look it up. So Natalie leaves. Uh, they kind of both give up. All three of them give up. And then Natalie comes back, and she sees the string of, I guess, puka, puka shells, shells or whatever that came with the the bamboo tubes that they were given. And she uh, and she sees that they're tied off in different number allotments, so there's knots in between. So but that's the she figures out that that's the number combination to the uh, box. She actually throws one of the things in the in the woods and then she breaks a couple of the um, shells on the other one. Um, and then she she runs up by herself to the to the box and is able to solve the puzzle for the combination. And she finds a steal of oat. And she gets a steal steal of oat. Um, what steal? What do you call it? It's a no. Yeah, steal of oat. Um, advantage. Yeah. So. And she sells that to um, Sarah, which we talked about previously. So I was thinking about it because Sarah gets the. The advantage of stealing the advantage, she, like she has to sneak into the other camp and get it from the torch. The hard part is she has no idea what the other camp looks like. Right. And I was thinking about it. Tony would have like Tony would have had so much fun doing that if he got the advantage. Oh yeah. Like him in his season, he was kind of doing stuff like that, just running around, you know, stirring up chaos. He would have loved to sneak Devins in. Devins was doing that too. Yeah, yeah, Devins was doing that too. He would have had so much fun, like sneaking in. To their camp. So, um, so Natalie was able to get this without the other two knowing. 
Mm-hmm. So they don't know. I don't yeah. think they know. They don't know how much power she holds in the game because she is the richest player in the game. Everyone else has one except for Boston Rob has two. Poverty now has two at the end of this episode. Denise has two. Can we make a comment about Tyson's underwear? Tyson has really good underwear. Flamingos. Pretty solid. <laughs> so anyway, Sarah's going through a bag and she finds, this is where she finds the advantage, uh, the quest or the, the, and the uh, challenge. And uh, so she immediately sneaks off and then, then agrees to take it over. Do you want to fast forward since we already Yeah, yeah so we've already, we've already kind of covered that. A little bit out of order, but that's okay. But it was really funny. She employs Tony to help her kind of get part of the way there, and then she can cannot see anything. No, I mean, it's, it's pitch, pitch black. Like I feel like as viewers, we know how dark it is, but like they also use like the night vision, so we don't really know how. Dark oh yeah, it is. the irises on the I don't know if that's the right term on the cameras are completely wide open, so it yeah. looks. And they use the night vision too, and so they always say that like in golf tournaments when it's a late. Um, mm-hmm tournament is ending late in the day they it's much darker here right now than it actually looks appears on tv just because of the camera so uh, but she's very she's successful to get to she gets back um so it was a really good part of this episode i think it was one of the highlights yeah it was extremely nerve-wracking though like just watching it i can't imagine doing it in person yeah yeah so the challenge um a good challenge nail biter at the end we'll get to that but so at the beginning, there's like the quintuple steps, which is classic to um, American Ninja Warrior, if you're familiar with that show. Oz, um, Ozzy actually went on American Ninja Warrior. He did? Yeah. He didn't do well, but oh, no. he did it now. Um, yeah, so it's kind of funny. They, couple, if you fall, you have to go back. Well, they must. I'm assuming they told them if they fell, they have to go back through the middle because they Everyone goes back through the middle where everyone else is trying to come along. Yeah, which makes it just it, no, more Ethan chaos. goes around. Did he? Wow. Ethan I guess I don't around. know why they went right back up the it middle. It makes no sense because like you're getting in other people's it way. It looked like Nick just crushed his shin bones yeah. right there. It would. It would. I feel like it would look so much easier. It's pretty intense. Those are pretty. Those look steeper than the on American Ninja Warrior, actually. Yeah, maybe. Um, American Ninja Warrior is farther apart, though. Yeah. So they have a. They have a buried um, ladder. ladder. <laughs> What's that word? That thing you cl- use to climb? Buried ladder and some sand. So they've got to dig that up. Um, Which is pretty use cool. that to get up to a, um, uh, a, rope. a like kind of a monkey fist on the end of a rope uh, that they'll have to uh, then throw the rope, the monkey fist up into this slot to then they, that will lock it down, which will then allow them to climb up the wall. Um, then there's a second wall where they don't have anything to help them, so they've got to use use their body bodies and and strategize to get uh, to get up to the second wall or up past the second wall. Yeah. Wendell um, does it. Wendell, like, so I feel like Malcolm and Reynolds both from Caramel and were really good at this, but Wendell's also another example. Yeah. They're really good at like the throwing aspects. Same yeah. with Jeremy, I guess, because he did it really well in the first challenge. Oh, yeah, he did that ring. Like, that if, like if they have the rings or grappling hooks, yeah. you know, they were so always... Wendell get, yeah, Wendell gets on a second try. Yeah. Throwing it underhand, I'm more, I'm kind of wondering if you throw it with, like, a baseball or a softball and get it in there. I thought that might be a little bit easier. You just have to make sure you've got enough um, slack 
kind of ready to go so it doesn't hit your arm or it doesn't get caught on your foot or something like that. But, yeah, um, they do a really good job getting people up the Tyson. It's kind of the anchor, and they climb over him, and, um, and then Yule gets up, and then he, he's there to help um, pull the rest mm-hmm. of them up. They have a big lead going into it. looked like it was going to be a blowout right from the start. <laughs> ben has a terrible attempt at getting the... Uh, lasso. Yeah. But and no, so, so Sarah the, and Sophie have a really big lead going into the puzzle. And this puzzle is a similar one to, it's, it's what did you say? It's kind of, it's, it's the shape like, of it's, a tree. But it's in the shape of a tree. Yeah, it's you usually know, it's, a fire type look. Like the, the puzzle piece aspect is the same, if you know what I mean. Like it's the same type of design, same like, I guess, I guess if you're considering it, it's the same genre, like quote unquote genre of a puzzle, if yeah. such thing exists. Yeah. Um, as ones that are usually done, except it's usually a puzzle and not a tree. It was the final challenge in Survivor Caramoan. Um, it's been used a bunch, but I remember that's that was one of the main. So Ben is just getting trampled on <laughs> as the base of the <laughs> the human ladder, right? Yeah. I mean, they look like and then he runs and right just, on his face. He runs and just gets up there, no problem. So then, Rob, so last episode we touched on it. Rob and Denise were moving at a turtle's pace. Yeah, they, to they get were, they were terrible. The puzzle going. They so caught I was surprised it. to see that he did it again. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, we know. I'm assuming you guys know if you're listening to the podcast, you're probably a big Survivor fan. I mean, we're a pretty small podcast, but anyway, if you're listening to a podcast about Survivor, you're probably a big Star Wars fan. Star Wars. I'll cut that. Survivor fan. And you know Rob is really good at puzzles. You know, that's one of his things. Is it, I don't really remember that about him, but... Yeah. Like, but he must be because he's they've, they've used him twice now. Yeah, in like Redemption Island, Heroes vs. Villains, he's he, usually the puzzle maker. Do very well last week. He tried hard, though. Yeah. Anyway, he, put, he's get, he got put back in this position and lost by like 10 seconds, maybe. It was... A very close challenge. Yes, this was very close. Um, Sarah gets to the last piece, pushes, tries to push it in, and she pushes two pieces off. And um, so that gives Rob and Michelle a little bit more. And the way they cut it, obviously, it makes it look, yeah. look high, more dramatic. But it reminds but still, me. it was it was nerve wracking, and um, they did a. Uh, it was a really fun fun challenge to watch. Oh, yeah, it remind me of probably you know Wendell. It probably. Um, in his season, he finished a uh, fly puzzle first, but didn't call Jeff over to check it. Oh yeah, do you remember that? That was a that was interesting because it never really addressed that fact because everyone usually just yells Jeff and he just didn't because mm-hmm. he thought you finish it first you're good. Yeah. But, um, and then Laurel ended up winning. So um, and then sorry, in the next episode he just yells Jeff probes. It's <laughs> like and Jeff goes what? <laughs> and then Wendell says I'm done. <laughs> I like Wendell. He's a good guy. Chihuahua. So, which, so who wins? They're on Sele? I can't remember. To call wins. To call? To call. To call wins. And, um, yeah. So, let's fast forward a little bit. Just pop off. I'm not sure. Let me ask you this. What do you think about, you get two people doing the puzzle. What do you think about allowing the other team members to help? It's part. Of it. I don't care. I think it. It's fine. Or I think, if I mean, 
I don't care. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think they can help. But yeah. I think at three, yeah, I mean they were obviously Wendell was. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like one. Sometimes when that happens, like when someone's like you know call it like, they're calling it out. One yeah. person will step out and let them in if right. that's an option. I yeah. think. I I mean they obviously won, so it wasn't that bad. Of, yeah, so I'm just not. I was just wondering if it might be better to allow the people that aren't choosing the puzzle, aren't building the puzzle, to not participate. Maybe. Meaning they can't verbally participate. They can switch in. I feel like in. that's hard. It'd be hard, but and it I, depends whether or not they can switch in. Because sometimes they can switch, sometimes they can't. You know, that's true. Yeah. So we don't know. So we're back at Sally Camp. So no we're back at Sally Camp. No one's and talking for like it. Forty minutes. They said, yeah, it's forty minutes, and and the way they cut it, the, the CBS cuts the the footage. It's just like everybody's sitting around the, the campfire, playing, mm-hmm. relaxing, and just kind of looking at each other, like it's some, you know, big standoff. And some of the voiceovers are saying, well, you know, someone's gonna have to break down and be the first one to go off, and uh, ends up being Jeremy, right? Yeah, Jeremy, because he says, I know that as soon as. Um, I leave, but Ben's going to follow ben, me. Yeah, Ben That's exactly what happened. So, um, yeah, they're calling it the calm before the storm. And then Jeremy gets up, Ben follows right after, and then that's kind of the green light for everybody to start talking. Mm-hmm. It just sets up a, a chain reaction. You know? So Rob hasn't, is a, he, he has not approached them yet. But you played that audio already, right? Yeah. We got that way out of that order, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, my bad. But it, it was exciting. It's a big part of the show. We were, yeah. trying, we were ready to get to it. But, um, yeah, so Parvati plays the, the cute, funny, flirtatious angle. Um, yeah, I really like how Ben's playing. I think I don't think he, he's kind of a villain almost in this one. Um, I don't but, know. But I, I kind of like him. Yeah, I, I like him. Um, I like him a lot more in this season, I think, than... I like him a lot more in this season than I did in his original season. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard because as much as I like him, there's so many more people that I like more. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I said that about Adam. Like, they're... I'm tr- yeah, I really not, don't have any... And it's not that I don't Adam. like him. It's just that, like, I like Rob, Poverty, um, so, Jeremy. So, so anyway, so, this is, so Adam is just... Asked Rob if he's open to possibilities, and Rob plays it off perfectly, like, 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 oh, you want to go? Really want to go there? This is what we're doing. Oh, yeah. okay. And he just plays it off like, oh, dude, this is no way we're going to do this. But as long as it's not me, so so anyway, um, Rob plays it perfectly. It's unbelievable how yeah. good he is. And he I, is, I thought he was fine with it. I, yeah, I did too initially, but then you see him <laughs> walk off, and and then he immediately goes right to Michelle and Jeremy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see that in a minute. Oh, one thing that I noticed is they used to do two challenges per episode. They used to do a reward challenge and immunity, mm-hmm. and they have stopped doing that. I am very disappointed. I missed the two challenge. I think they do that more in after the merge. Like, they'll do one group reward. Yeah, because they're still covering two teams. and Plus, all these players are so good, and there's so much going on at camp and different conversations. And I think they just... I think it's part of the... It's 
They just think it's better TV. I mean, that's... You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I had another question I asked you. Is, do you think Parvati is more dangerous slash stronger than Rob as a player in the game? I don't... No, I don't think she's more powerful, but I don't think she's less. I think they're pretty they're equal. They're pretty equal, okay. But they play completely differently. Yeah, DM us on The Tribe Has Spoken or my personal Instagram, Evan underscore sauce, if you disagree or agree or have any opinions on anything we have talked about in this episode, I'll add that in there. Yeah, just say um, it a little more slowly so people can... I will say it slowly. Yeah. Okay, so I feel like at this point, Michelle does a really good job turning the tides back on Rob, you know, changing the focus. And, you know, she goes around, she tells Denise and Ben what Adam did, they get mad, and then she turns it more on Adam. And she says it herself that a lot of people don't think that she deserved her win. Right. At the beginning of the episode, the beginning, our first episode, I stated that I didn't really remember her season. Not a lot of people do, and I feel like she had something to prove in this, in this season. I think she's proving it. I don't, I'm going to be honest, I don't think she's going to win. I don't, there are a lot of people I don't think are going to win. There's yeah. a very, there are very, there there's are, only going to be one person that wins. I know, but I don't think she's going to win. I think she can get very far, and I think that she's playing a really strong game this season, and that surprised me, and I take back what I said, that she didn't deserve her win. I really think she okay. deserved her win. And we had one more thing that you mentioned about the three things that telling Rob spur, telling Rob that Adam was going to vote out poverty spurred three things this episode. Right. So Rob confronting Michelle and Jeremy was the first thing to come out of that, which was a great scene. Classic Rob, you know, I know what's up, just busting up the whole plan. Mm -hmm. Great scene. Two, force them to think about, um, it forced the rest of the tribe to think about voting out Adam, because Adam made a dumb move, he's kind of turning into a wild card, so so they wanted to vote out Adam to appease Rob, and because he was kind of stirring the pot, and they didn't want to deal with that anymore. And the third thing is, Michelle and Jeremy flipping it onto Ethan to weaken Rob. Yeah. Which yeah, I, was, I mean, that was... Like, well, that was, was all within just a few minutes, but it was... It was three, I thought it was going three or four different ways. Yeah, it was hard to tell at the end, you know, when the votes roll out, it will play and get to there. And un- unfortunately, Ethan is uh, collateral damage. He yeah. didn't do anything wrong. Like, um, just, as, the, as the votes roll out, you know, we get four on Adam. You know, you think he's going home based on everything else that happened, but then, you know, the votes start rolling in for Ethan, Ethan goes home, which I am, I'm really disappointed. Yeah. Um, He's been, like, you know, with everything he's gone through, he's been trying to get back in the game, you know, he wanted to play for so long. But, again, he's not out completely. I know, and it's part of the game, and I think he can do well on Extinction, and I think he'll, you know, I think he has a good chance of getting back in the game, but like I said, I still feel bad, you know, like, when it, the first time he voted, he was like, it's good to be back, and now he's, I know he's not out, but it's hard to get back from the edge when you are out, so. Can you imagine, I just, this, I just thought of this, so, so you've got the people all at the edge of extinction, if they became their own tribe, uh-huh. and actually all re-entered the game, and then... I don't know, they would never do it, but then it would be like, they, let's say they're out there and, uh, forget it. Alright, it's, it's a jumbled mess. Well, so what they did in Pearl Islands, it was they, the, the new, um, 
crispy chicken with uh, glazed donut commercial that got me thrown off in KFC. So what they keep did, that in there for me. I'm not gonna keep that. In there. Keep that in there. I'm not people gonna keep that in there. That. People like that stuff. No, people don't like that stuff. I'm not yes. gonna keep it in there. All right, 100. <laughs> percent But um, they did that in Pearl Islands where they had the people that voted out form their own um tribe. Yeah. We didn't see it. It was a huge twist. They won the challenge, and then they were able to vote two people back into the game. Okay. You know, instead of the whole tribe. It was just two people, and then yeah. they each went to... Yeah, I mean, they can't let the whole tribe come back in, because that yeah. would be... Uh, season would be too long. Yeah, exactly. And um, that was the first season where someone quit, and Jeff was extremely pissed. Uh, who was that? Austin. Austin. He was a jack guy. And then I remember Jeff was talking about how, like, People were too like too hard to to get on the show mm-hmm. and to stay in the game. He was like, "You want to go home?" Who's the only person that's home. quit twice? Colton. Colton. His own. Um, yeah, I don't have that guy. Is. Like the first time he faked like. How do you How do you get on twice? How did they even invite him on? It was a couple. So I'm, yeah, it was the, Blood. It was a season yeah. Tyson won. Yeah. I think because he wanted to show people change. And I love Jeff mm-hmm. got pissed because Colton starts crying and then Jeff goes. Colton, you're crying. What are you crying about? And he gets pissed. And then Jeff. Jeff's very, very direct at yeah. times. And then Jeff is like, um, he said, like, you want a chance to change. This is your time to show that you change. He's like, I know, but I want to go home. He's like, get out. Like, he was yeah. like, go home. So, uh, so we're tribal council. Uh, Ethan, unfortunately, gets voted off. Uh, and he walks off. He leaves his uh, fire token to... Harvardy. Harvardy, which I guessed correctly. I, I um, thought he would give it to Rob. Yeah. So, um, one thing that came up in this episode, um, actually, Evan, why don't you give our the Instagram again? The tribe, period, no, the, period, tribe has spoken. Oh, at? Oh, wait. At. No, that's, <laughs> sorry. No. I was thinking the, uh, we don't have an email address, do we? Nope. So, uh, but the one thing, Michelle, I think, mentions it, and she uses the term, Evan's not going to like this discussion, but anyway, um, uses the term getting thrown under the bus. And it's been my contention for quite some time now that we need a new term, that the getting thrown under the bus is played out, and it's old, and it's overused, and I think we need a new term. Uh, The other term that is played out in my eyes is drinking the Kool-Aid. That is overused as well. So if you have any suggestions about new ways to new uh, new terms that we could uh, get into the uh, English language and start uh, right here from our tiny little podcast, let's do it. Um, send us uh, send us a message and uh, we'll read them on air next uh, during the next episode. What do you think, Ev? Yeah, I agree. Um, I just. All right, so that epi- that wraps up episode number three. All right, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Tribe Has Spoken, a Survivor podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Evan underscore Sauce, and you can find the podcast Instagram at tr- the period Tribe Has Spoken. Thank right. you guys so much for listening. Good night. The Tribe Has Spoken. <laughs>